Yeah, she's another wholesale. She, she said wholesale, and he just said wholesale. <laughs> she's immediately like, I was like, yeah, that's really funny. Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Flipping Off Podcast. Melina Boswell here, founder, CEO of New Wealth Advisors Club, a.k.a. NWAC, or some people call us NWAC, and the people who really want to talk crap to us say NWACOs. <laughs> Hats off to you, Mr. Steve. You know who you are. Bet you're listening. <laughs> so I'm feeling feisty today. Welcome. Wow. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle, people. All right. All right. So today uh, in the studio, I have with me uh, my son, David Boswell. Hey, hey. Oscar Solaris. Hello. COO and the one and only Adriana Spoon Uribe. Hey, guys. <laughs> you better eat that mic. What? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, today we wanted to have a conversation with you. Just have a conversation. I don't know. I guess we're going to talk about rehab. So the conversation was like, hey, so uh, Spoon said they tried to send me to rehab. And then we said, maybe we'll have an intervention. So I don't know. I don't even know exactly what we're talking about today. We're just going to be talking about maybe the woes, uh, the pitfalls, the good, the bad, the ugly, the truth of rehabbing real estate, rehabbing Mm -hmm. properties. Yeah. You know, you see on TV all the time, different rehabs and people make it look easy and they make it look fun and it makes it really makes it look enjoyable and <laughs> it's a lie it's lies <laughs> I, I, I don't i won't lie it, it can be enjoyable it is enjoyable I, I love what we do but oh my gosh the it's just as much of a headache as any other job or anything else that you do you know yeah. it's so the goal really for us is to talk about uh, some of the challenges and some of the things that we have experienced through the rehab process. You know, we, it's something that we do all the time. We deal with contractors all the time. We deal with rentals and houses that we're flipping and we deal with tons of different markets. And so our goal really is just to share with you that experience and what, you know, it looks like to successfully rehab a house with, uh, as little pain as possible. Right, Oscar? (laughs) Yeah. Pain. You know, I like what you said that it's, uh, it it is enjoyable Mm -hmm. for me. The enjoyable part is Oh, I have a project, and uh, oh, look how nice it looks. <laughs> the so beginning and the, ver- the, the very end. beginning and the finished product. <laughs> Nobody wants to deal with the process. <laughs> the process itself, right, has so many ups and downs, and it's, it, it is. It's, it's, it's funny, but it's the truth, you know? Yeah, you know, for me personally, um, you know, this last year has been, uh, well, it's the days where I wake up and I go, um, Dave Boswell knew what he was doing. Oh, tell me about Dave it. Boswell was no freaking joke, man. He was really, really good. And I think, you know, I, I'm thankful and grateful that we got to hang out with him for as long as we did and the things that he taught us. And he had the most incredible eye for detail, right? So I, th- I feel like on so many levels he taught taught us, well, specifically me, David, and Spoon. Uh, I'm sure you probably learned stuff of course, from, yes, from him, yeah, from yeah, him as well, yeah. Uh, but it's interesting because that was like a natural thing for him. Right. Yeah. You know, I, <clears throat> I think back and, and you just kind of recalled some things for me when Dave and I were working on things together. Mm-hmm. We, we kind of always went. It was it was weird that we always ended up in the same direction. I know you witnessed this, too. Right. Adriana, mm-hmm. Where 
he would think of something, and then we would think about it, and then we'd talk, and we're like, oh, shit. <laughs> we, we thought about the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But it was because we had worked alongside for so many years right. that we started aligning our, our thought processes and how things should look and how they should work and all that. So even down to the barn doors at the club. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the, right. The day that we were working on those, so and, and mm. hitting each other in the head because it, it got difficult at some point. So. <laughs> <laughs> But we could do it. We yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Isn't that interesting? I feel yeah. like we kind of do that now. We all kind of do that now. We're starting to. There's something really powerful to uh, creating synergy. And you start to get like in the flow with each other. You know, a lot like the podcast, even us talking right now. We just start to flow with each other. And it's almost like we can finish each other's thoughts. And we like, it's so funny because I know how much of the time do we, somebody will send a message like on one of our group chats and somebody goes, man, I was just thinking about that. You know, I thought that exact thing. I was literally just having that thought. And that's something that's really powerful about, mm-hmm. you know, collaboration mm-hmm. uh, and it's, that you don't have to do it alone. And it also makes it easier to blame other people. <laughs> yeah. You thought about it first. <laughs> I thought you were doing that. Yeah. Frank just texted me a little bit ago and uh, we know we're finishing the property in Rialto mm-hmm. and it's, everything's done. Uh, the yard's done and we are, we're trying to, we're trying to sell it. It's not the place where we're just trying to get rid of it. And so it looks, it looks really nice. It's sitting there vacant. And I had it in my head this morning, dude, we have to get cameras on that building. Like we have to, we, I know something bad's going to happen if we don't get cameras up. And Frank literally sent me a, a few pictures of look like some scratch marks on one of the doors. I forgot to tell you this, but it what? looks like somebody already freaking tried to break in. <laughs> And I was like, dude, <laughs> thinking this morning. And so that's crazy you're talking about that because it happens a lot. It's very, very true when you have so many properties. I thought we already, we're in escrow on that one, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I know I got escrow instructions this morning, so I was really happy about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, all right. Well, so maybe, um, and let's, you know what, David, you're the one that had the idea to have mm-hmm. this conversation, and you decided you wanted Spoon to be in this conversation. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. why? Why did you want Spoon to be so, in the conversation? I, you know, I want the goal, like I said, is to paint a picture for you guys. So you can kind of get a little bit into our businesses and understand like how life, how our lives work. And, um, you kind of, I think you have to work with what you have, you know, in any situation. <laughs> hey, hold on. <laughs> Let me keep going. Let it's, them build true. <laughs> it's true though. Like you, you know, you, we have to make stuff work. And um, you, everybody needs to put their skills in, and everybody has a different skill set. And so, Spoon here, she's a crafty. She's a crafty one. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> she's a she's a crafty one. And so, you know, her brain, her that side of her brain works very similar to mine. We have like we have the same thoughts about how houses should be. And so, Spoon's an integral part of the rehab process with me because obviously, you know, between myself. Um, mom and spoon, you know, I'm handling the mechanical side and, and the, you know, all the things that have to be done. And then when it comes time for finish work, I don't want to look, you know what I mean? I have (laughs) design. Yeah. Design stuff. So, you know, there, you need to have, you know, all of those, all of those facets, all, all the different assets to your team. So that's why spoons here. So we can maybe talk a little bit about, you know, I don't know some of this stuff. (laughs) <laughs> some of this stuff. So we're all just staring at Spoon now, looking yeah. at her like, so what do you got to say, Spoon? What do you got to say about that? What do you feel is is um, like your role? Mm. What do you think your role has been in the rehab process? Uh, my role is picking paint, 
carpet, cabinet colors, just pretty much staying with the trend on what is selling in the area and then being like, yeah, we need to do this. And mm-hmm. Yeah, so the thing about you, Spoon, that's good that I, that I definitely don't do is that you, what's funny, we talk about all the time how, you know, whatever social media is freaking listening to us because you get marketed to, mm-hmm. right? So she'll she'll screenshot things to me like, hey, look at this. And literally it's like a cabinet. We've been having a conversation of we need a cabinet that looks kind of like this. And then all of a sudden she, she'll send me a screenshot and I'll say, oh, that's, that's what we were talking about. Where did you find that? She's like, they marketed to me. <laughs> right? <laughs> so what, what are the things like maybe that's actually this is a good question and I think it could be a real helpful tip for people what are would you say because you you're on a lot of different sites looking at different trends where, where would you say what tips would you give to people like where you find a lot of the um, tips or trends sorry um, in terms of design and style and yeah design. yeah um, honestly for me I like look at big houses and then try and find stuff that fits in our budget to mm-hmm. like that people want to see that people yeah on a smaller scale but I follow house like I follow a bunch of Instagram like I don't know if they're realtor accounts or but they're just like boss homes or whatever you want to mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. so they're like gangster looking stuff and mm. and then I go yeah, but I could do that on a budget, and it'll still look just as good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there's multiple sides, too. Like, there are houses we want to fix up just to sell, and then there are houses that, like, we're in the Airbnb business. Yeah. And so being people don't realize, like, if you want to be good, you know, at a good host, if you want your Airbnb to, to be successful, then you have to set yourself aside from the rest of the competition. And so we're super hosts because of spoon, you know, and that there's, so when I go in and rehab the house to make it look nice, Mm -hmm. but spoon spoon is able to handle all of that up the other side of that. I don't, it's like a whole other, um, dark spot for me, you know, this Mm -hmm. whole other side to our business that I, I, if, if we lost her and now we had to replace, it would be extremely frustrating and we would have to replace her somehow. You know what I mean? Because I guess that we could, any one person, I guess, could do all of these things, but you would yeah. legitimately burn out. You, did you say spoons are replaceable? I did. It's, it's, it'd be frustrating as hell to try to replace <laughs> this girl. She does too much good stuff. Drives me nuts. But yeah, when she's on, she's on, right? Uh, OP. Whoa, that is exactly it. <laughs> I think I'm pretty consistent nowadays. Mm-hmm. Would you say you're more consistent? I don't know. Would you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're getting there. I, I'd say we we are all, you know, I think for all of us this last year, you know, we're finally, like I want to say in the last 12 months, probably, let's see, what are we in? Maybe not even that. Maybe the last like eight months, frankly, we've all sort of pulled our heads, you know, um, like, okay, we're starting to get our footing, mm-hmm. our bearings about each other, our, uh, we're becoming more stable in terms of who does what, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and. On the other side, we have Oscar, who we all pretty much work together on on each other's deals and don't really expect anything. You know, everybody kind of just dips in and out. <laughs> and so, but having Oscar to be able to deal with the city and planning, oh my God. and like that's a whole other side that, like, you know what I mean? When you're dealing with nobody else can do it. You don't you just you have to really? This be is able just to... water, right? You're bringing up a sore topic. <laughs> 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 Nobody judges you if there's some vodka. You know, that's what I always say. It's just uh, vodka. You don't want to do bottle. any one of these. You don't want to do all of these things by yourself. 
you just you don't want to have to take on each one of the. I, I don't. You know what I mean? I think it would. I think be, that's great. I think that's such a good point. So Oscar is the best at dealing with cities, permits, uh, plans, architects. <laughs> I'm white knuckling here, guys. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's 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 been a a process though, mm-hmm. right? And that's I think it's important for people to understand. It's like. Adriana developed her skill set mm-hmm. with time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? Now yeah. she's naturally talented and gifted and mm-hmm. all those things, but right. ultimately that that skill set of saying, "Hey, I can do that this way and still deliver a really cool product." Mm-hmm. Awesome, right? She's actually really developed an eye for the design side of things. She she yeah. has. I, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> so, and it's it's taken time. It's no different for me learning to navigate this. I've been What's a good word to use? I've not done well with cities in the past. Right. 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 That's right. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. but that was OK. I took it as a at the time it wasn't OK. But now <laughs> looking back, it's like, oh, lesson. I learned something. I developed another approach and other things. So it, take, it just takes time to to navigate through all that stuff. And then the learning process that happens, you, you your knowledge base expands. Right. And, and it'll never shrink. Right. Because mm-hmm. knowledge is knowledge. You, you retain it. Then it's using it. Mm-hmm. But every now and then there's things that show up that you're like. You know, even dealing with contractors, right, is totally different. I was literally going to go there next. Yeah. I was just going to say that. I feel like, you know, in the beginning, Oscar, you were the one that dealt with all the contractors, and you have now delegated that to David. Mm-hmm. David definitely has taken on. And I pop in and out oh, yeah. as, as needed. Yeah. Right? They all bleed into each other as well. So right. it's like, you know, with yeah. and we all learn something as we go. So I'm learning things about what's happening with the city and how that process has to work. And Spoon's learning thing about the construction side and what how things have to go in an order of, you know, in a process. And, and I'm learning things about the design and creativity and color schemes and different things like that. And everybody, you know, they all bleed into each other's. And it's, and it's nice, right, that it, they do that now because it used to be that I did it all. Right. right? In my business, I did everything from right. negotiating the transaction to talking to the banks to dealing with the agents to <laughs> identifying the right contractor right. and then babysitting them and picking the right color schemes and all this. You know, it's like it gets overwhelming. Well, that almost killed you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the way you describe you know. <laughs> it, when you describe that month, you describe it as one that almost took you out. It, it actually took me out. <laughs> Not physically. For years. But, yeah. but, yeah, it, mentally, you know, it... it it takes a toll on you when you're doing so much in each project. And you have so many projects running. It's crazy. But now you get to breathe a little bit because mm-hmm. you're bringing people along. And that's the beauty of what we do, right, is that we get yeah. to teach people and bring them along. And, you know, Amir is growing, I know. dealing with the city yeah. and all that. That's right? so and, true. And coaching them through it. It's, it's nice to just have him on site with the city now and just say, hey, ask this. Uh, so let's talk this. about that because I was yeah. just thinking to myself, you know, <clears throat> like and you're talking about the um, you know plans, permits. Um, I you know I, I look at the architecture plans, right, and um, sketches, designs, and I can look at them and I can read them. But the truth is, is that I only want to. Um, I, I don't want to look at them for very much time. Like I want to be involved in the, the 30,000 foot up. Like, yeah, let's make it this much bigger. Cause we're going to make the master bedroom look like this. Uh-huh. Then for me, I'm like out, uh-huh. like, I don't want to get into the details and I don't want to, I can't like for me personally, when there's like, Oh, we have to make this one, uh, this one correction. We have to fix this. We have to shift that. I'm like, stab me because I can't stand that. And I'm so thankful for Oscar. Like last night I walk, I walk in, I see him in the bubble with plans on the table and I was like I'm out of here <laughs> I got nothing left I'm dragging about 
I'm like, oh God, he's unrolling plans. I got to go. Yeah. And imagine if you had to deal with that in that place. It was at 10 o'clock last night. Are you kidding? I'd been at the office since, you know, the morning. I was like, dude, I'm done. So it all has to get done no matter how we're all feeling, no matter what. He had to do it. So I was thankful for that. But I was thinking there's no, uh, there's no class that can teach you this. Mm. No, no. It goes back to, you know, that 70% thing. Talk about that. Yeah, yeah let's, so let's talk that's about that. That's 70-20-10, right? Mm-hmm. And 10% comes from the classroom. Yep. So we can say things to you. Sure. But until you actually experience it and walk through it, because I had a ton of conversations with Dave, right, about mm-hmm. dealing with the city, and he's like, I don't want to deal with it. Just <laughs> let me know what you find out, right? right. <clears throat> but at the end of it all, it was... I could never have sat down and read a textbook about it, Mm-mm. right? I could never have sat down. Like, my desire has never been to be an architect. Right. right? I like to draw. <laughs> I like to doodle. <laughs> but I don't use rulers right. and measurements right. and detail. I'm kind of a detail guy, but <laughs> when it comes to that, it's just it's not my thing. But the experience itself, then that 70% of all experience, mm-hmm. that's where the, the real classroom comes in. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, again, a mirror, right? It's like you got to go talk to the city. But I don't know what to say. I know that go to the city, mm-hmm. stand in line, and ask me the questions. Mm-hmm. Right? That way you don't lose your position in line because L.A. in particular could be a nightmare dealing with. Right. Time. So that's great. So we have a property right now that a mirror uh, door knocked. It was a pre-foreclosure. He door knocked it and built relationship with the homeowners. He did exactly what he was taught through class. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it took him, I don't know, what, two years almost before he was right able about, to. Yeah. yeah. Before he was able to uh, close on the property, mainly because the sellers weren't ready to go. You know, so Amir just walked through them, through the process with yeah. them. And then they had, I'm going to say, renters, quote, end quote, right? They weren't really renters because they never paid a dime. But there was people living in the house, which then David had to step into. Uh, and when I think about this property and all that went into it, I was thinking back to the, the original conversation with the homeowners. You and I met with them the mm-hmm. first time, Oscar. Yep. Um, started building a relationship. Amir kept in contact with them. Then we finally closed on it. And then David dealt with the squatters, because that's indeed what they were. Uh, and then David started stepping into the construction. Yeah, you got to realize with the mess from the homeless encampment that was there, w- there were a group of Home Depot laborers uh, that we, we, you know, brought over just to clean the place out. And there was so much stuff there that even the day laborers, Walk they away. walked off. They weren't even going to do it. There was no, there were syringes all around. There were like, there was God knows only what in that house. And so, I mean, I'm sitting here thinking about how the heck we did this and I, it scratches my head. Really? I don't even know how. Did you kind of forget? Don't I you? do. I do. Yeah. I mean, there we had so much, dude, we had to enroll these squatters to, to clean up their own mess. <laughs> How the hell did we even do that? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you totally did that. Yeah, we so. did. You got them. You paid them to clean up after themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. That's brilliant. It worked out amazing. But <laughs> wasn't easy. No, none of it was easy. It took us three months just to get the place cleaned out and the squatters completely out. <laughs> it's been really cool to watch Amir go through the process, and now, actually. From the time we st- I started working with him on the project to now, he's like a different person um, in terms of real estate. Isn't he's that an entirely different person when it comes to um, process of, you know, the order of operations and processes and the way that things have to go. The next project is going to be awesome with Amir. It's going to be so fun. It's been so cool to see how that works. So for, you know, potential new club members to, you know, maybe wrap your head around what it looks like to 
to walk through a deal once you get into one. It's really, um, you don't, you definitely don't learn everything on one deal. Mm-hmm. And Amir, I'm sure can, you know, be a testament to the same, but he's really a different person. It's really, you know, it's, it's really, really awesome. funny that you say that because last night when I saw him, I, he actually sent me a, um, his business plan the other night. I don't think I told you this, but he mm-hmm. sent me his business plan and I uh, said, Hey, I just wanted to send this to you just for you to look at, you know, you don't need to respond or anything. So, but I just want you to see it. So I looked at it <clears throat> and I was like, Oh, I need to, I need to sit with you. <laughs> right. Cause I, I had some things that I wanted to point out and that I wanted to, um, just give him a little bit of coaching and mainly because I was really happy that he took the time to write a business plan Mm -hmm. and it's what he's going to do. It's very simple, but it's very, uh, doable. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I thought last night when I saw him, there is a difference in him. Mm -hmm. There is entirely a difference and he's been with the club for a few years now. And maybe there's something to, um, I remember when he started getting checks and he came into me one day and he said, you know, this is a real business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. So he's been making money, Mm -hmm. Uh, along the way, but so I think he knew that there was, there was, you know, you can make money doing this business, but I think now there's this deeper belief level. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is. When you talk about how he's changed, there's been this different level of belief for him, this confidence. And I think what I'm going to liken it to is, uh, you know, I always make that statement, let's just go make more money. That's exactly what it is. Right. The possibilities and the doors all of a sudden open up because you have this knowledge in your head where, and it's like we say all the time, you don't know what you don't know. Like you just, until you get to that point, you don't realize the opportunity that the club opens up for you. You don't realize once you get like to Amir's position, he, I mean, Dude, the he's never going to be hungry again. No, he's he'll be gonna, able to. He, he'll be able to take what he's learned now. If and he has it to anywhere. go general contract for somebody, you know, like you, the skills you develop going through this is priceless. Yeah. Such a good point. Yeah, yeah. So there, I remember Tim um, said one time, I finally came to the realization that I am. Let's just go make more money. Mm-hmm. Like I really am that person now, and I do think that that's like the next level of. Uh, confidence or, you know, in terms of knowledge, experience, knowing what to do that you get to, um, which is I'll just go make more money. Mm-hmm. I, I always say I'll never go hungry. I will never go hungry because I, I know how to make money. And there is a point in your business and, and it just takes everybody a different time set depending on maybe where you've been in the past. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's interesting what I'm like coming to the conclusion of about the podcast is that there are multiple parts to you know real estate Mm -hmm. and maybe if we identify some of them like we have creative and design yeah and obviously your mechanical and the construction side city and planning and then obviously you have the relationship part you know which is the most important part Mm -hmm. with the homeowner and acquisitions mm -hmm, absolutely and and with all of those all of those things I, I want to, you know, we should be able to be like, you know, or I guess other people would say, you got to find that team. You got to build your team. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, it's just kind of identifying what it is we do with the club and making it, you know, really obvious. You know, like the whole team is here. Like there are zero, you know, there are zero excuses for people not to be a part of our club if they want to do real estate, if you ask me. Uh, that's what I, I tell people all the time when they decide they're going to quit. So I always ask this question. I don't always ask it to every single person, but the question in my mind, and if I get the opportunity, I ask this question, oh, so you've decided real estate isn't for you. <laughs> and then they'll say something like, 
well, no, I'm going to go do real estate. And I just laughed. No, you're not. Mm -hmm. You are kidding yourself. Mm -hmm. If you can't be successful in real estate at this club, you are not going to have success in real estate. And I know that that is a bold statement to make. It's so true. But it is a million percent true. The only reason you won't have success is because you are not doing the work. 100% 100% true. Yeah. When we're, if you believe what we're saying, like, it, I mean, I don't know, or we could just be talking out of our ass right now, but. It's true. Uh, could be. <laughs> everything's right here. <laughs> I guess we could be, you know. Well, but people don't know. They don't know. They don't know, but we know. Yeah. It's just a funny well, thing. Where else can you go find a group of people that will literally um, help you walk through all of these different things that we're talking about? I don't, you know what I mean? And I, I didn't even touch, I didn't even touch on contractors and how. Like, do you, when you, when you're dealing with contractors, you got to realize like the people that you're dealing with and how like they're not in construction because they want to be like, let's mm. just, let's just be upfront about that. Wow. Yeah. They're not in construction because they love it. They're not, they're not be- there because they want to be They're there because it provides food on the table for their family and they yeah. blew most of the opportunities in their life. And this is the last resort to yeah. being able to prov- provide a decent living for your families. That's, that's a contractor. Most of anybody listening to this will will say that's the truth. I'm one myself. Like I, I have, I am an example of that. I, I've walked down that part of my life, so I can say that with confidence, knowing it's true. Uh, and it is when, true. It's such a powerful statement that you just made, and people don't want to hear that. I don't. I don't care. I'm sorry. Well, I know. Well, I'm you know, with you. It I is, totally. It's the agree. truth. Mm-hmm. And when you're dealing with those kind of people or people in that frame of mind, it takes. It takes. Um, what's the word? I don't know finesse. It, it's uh, well. I think understanding. You have to be. You have to empathize. You have to work with them. You have to also give them. Um, so for me, I always, I always say this is like one of my biggest rules is every. Okay, here's something for you guys. Here's a little nugget. Every job you ever start, every every construction job you're going to begin on, um, whoever comes out to do your bid will tell you that they can do every single every single thing you need done. <laughs> I can do that. Oh man, I can do that. I can do that. I can do all that. I can do a lot That's and I a can lie. do it faster than anybody's ever done it. And cheaper. And cheaper. And they'll literally every single one of them will tell you to do that. So my golden rule is like I'm not if I'm doing a flip, I'm not going to give I'm not going to give one guy everything. It's just not going to happen. I have I have people that do this, people that do that, people that do this. And I know because I, I'm not even going to have an expectation of these people that I know they're not going to meet. Because I've been through it enough times now, so I know I'm not even going to put you in a position to fail. You're going to do this for me, and I know how long it takes a person who can do it as slow as possible. I know how long that process will take. Give an example, David. Like, what do you mean, for example? Like, pretty much every single job, we got to do some drywall repair. We need to put a couple bathrooms in, so we got to do plumbing. We got to do tile work. Um, Mm -hmm. We got to do some electrical work. And probably got to do some outdoor repair, some stucco repair, things like that. Um... The drywall guys will always want to do the stucco too. I'm at the point now where I don't. I'll have a stucco guy and a and a guy for the drywall. We'll separate it up because they can't get it done in time, you know. So it's now that we've got contractors for every, you know. So you, you really there's so many things. That's just a little like a glimpse into what it could look like dealing with contractors, and they're never reliable. There's <laughs> always a problem. There's always some family emergency. <laughs> There's somebody always sick. Their kid always something happened with their kid always. You know. I, tell me. I've, tell I've me. had everything that you can imagine yeah. come up, yeah. including the contractor having been paid a draw and then disappearing, and then you, later on you find out that he was in jail. <laughs> 
right? That and could totally like, happen. And like, like what you do laugh you do? Now, but no, like, and not. then you're like, well, crap, uh, I have to keep moving forward with the right? project, but I can't. And then the city steps in and says something, some other ridiculous thing, and then you're stuck, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's so many different variables with contractors. Nobody that, ever understands and, that, do they? No, no. And yeah. I love what, what David said about that's not what they set out to do in life, right? Mm. There's very few people that are following somebody else's footsteps mm-hmm. as a contractor. Mm-hmm. Very, very few. Mm-hmm. Because most people see their parents, and you see the struggle dad is going through as a contractor and all that. They don't want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So it's, they usually end up there because it provided, and now I'm stuck because I can't get away from because I have to continue to provide. Oops, yeah. there's another kid. Now i got to continue to provide more. <laughs> Oops, there's another kid, right? So it's, it's the, the way of the world. So, But, yeah, every, everything that could possibly ever go wrong, I think I've – well, I'm not going to say don't that. Don't even say yeah. it because you never know because once you think you've seen it all, mm-mm. Yeah. I, what, I, what I can say is I'm no longer surprised. Right, mm. right. That's a good point. Hi, this is Christian Rios. As many of you know, I've been a member of New Wealth Advisors Club for over seven years and got started when I was 17 years old with absolutely no real estate experience. One of the biggest lessons I have learned from being in the industry is the need for authentic relationships. If you're looking for an actual team locally in Southern California with all the resources needed to close deals, register for one of our free workshops by visiting www.joinnwac.com. Thanks for listening to the Flippin' Off podcast. You know, um, people come to the club all the time and they say, oh, you know, do you have contractors? And I always say, yeah, you know, why? Do you know somebody? Yeah, I have a great contractor. And I always say, um, we never have too many good contractors. Like we've been working with the same guys for years and we love our guys, right? But at the same time, we also are clear on what their strengths and weaknesses are. And workloads. And workloads. That's the thing. Here's the other thing is the guys that are consistent with us are in their 50s, 40s and 50s. And that's because they're reliable and have already screwed up that part of their life and they don't do that anymore. (laughs) So, you know what I mean? But that also means when they get later in age, they get slow. Slow down. Yeah, I'm over here like, can we get appliances delivered? <laughs> like, are they ready? Yeah, yeah. It's it, so you want you want it done at the right price and the right amount of time, and you want to trust them. And man, it is a. And you got to deal with the city, and you got to pick color schemes, and you got to do this, and you got to do that. You got to make sure the appliances are delivered and installed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my favorite with appliances what? is you get them delivered. Yeah. The guys are there to install them. Yeah. And then they call you and they say, hey, uh, you know that connector? That's the wrong one. Yeah. You know the one for the vent on the dryer? Mm, it doesn't exist. <laughs> and you're like, no, no. Isn't that your job? <laughs> Isn't that your whole job in life? <laughs> like, that was your mission. Just plug it in. <laughs> plug it in. Well, I was just going to say, didn't we just have appliances delivered and they, they delivered just the microwave? Yes. <laughs> or they delivered it and then left. and Just dropped it off. Just the microwave. <laughs> yeah. It's always something. It is always something. Yeah. So the, the cool thing, though, is that as a team, we all get it now, right? And we all kind of help each other through it. But the, I, it's interesting to see new people coming in mm-hmm. and even people that, that think they know what they're doing. And you're talking to them and you're, and in my head, I'm like, wow, you haven't lived yet. You haven't experienced you anything yet. It. You don't really get it. You want to do a flip, got it, because it's so sexy on TV and right. it looks so, you, you know, and there's this money. huge amount of money that's going to be made and all that. <laughs> but the reality is that when you start doing it, right, I mean, we lived this not too long ago, right? They, the the Nihi property. Yes, Hawaii. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great property. Mm-hmm. A lot of cool things that can be done with it. But when I walked into it, I was like, oh, my gosh, right? <laughs> Luckily, there's a good contractor involved in all that, so it'll it'll be handled. But, Sticks. But it's it's 
it's a major, major rehab. It's sticks. not, yeah. It's down it's to sticks. It's down to sticks, it's yeah. Down to sticks, yeah. I mean, when we talk about sticks, it's like even the siding has to come off. Right? A new siding has to be put on. So, and what, what did, yeah. uh, what did Detta say? Yeah, so it's funny because one of the conversations that, you know, when I'm teaching foundations class, I talk about acquisition strategies and exit strategies. And, you know, my training is very uh, practical. I don't want to just give you a bunch of information that isn't useful, right? Because so you could go on Jeopardy and maybe win. Who cares? At the end of the day, you want to you want to learn how to make money. So I say things like, you know, when I go through and I hit on all the different types of acquisition strategies. Now I've gotten to a point where we actually highlight the acquisition strategies in, you know, yellow, green, and red. And so one of the yellow ones is rehabbing, right? And, uh, you know, people are like, but I really want to rehab. And I go, no, you don't. You really don't. Like what's in green? Wholesaling. Wholesaling is in green. Not because it's the easiest acquisition strategy, by the way. It's the best exit strategy. So a lot of people will teach you how to wholesale as an, as a, um, as a, an exit, I'm sorry, as an acquisition strategy, uh, which is fine, but I like it as an exit strategy. I don't mm-hmm. think of wholesaling as an acquisition. I think of wholesaling as an exit. Mm-hmm. So we make our money on our buy. We don't, mm-hmm. you don't wholesale as acquisition, right? Mm-hmm. You wholesale as an exit. And so, um, but I like it because you get to get in, get out and get paid. And yes, you're going to take less money, but you can get a lot more done. Mm-hmm. And so when we were in Hawaii and somebody said, really, you don't, you don't really like rehabbing. And so I asked, um, Odetta who is rehabbing the, uh, the Hawaii, the Nihi property. And she just like, she's shaking her head going, it's horrible. And she's only in, they, they've, <laughs> they've only acquired and cleaned it out. <laughs> It's scary because you get Demo. to a place with a house when you get, especially if it's down to sticks like that, yeah. you can walk into that house and and want to put your head in your hands and cry. Yep. Like it can be so overwhelming if you don't know. If you, and, or if you do know. Even if, actually, if you do know. When you do know, when that's you do when know. it gets overwhelming. And so I said, so now you hear what I'm saying. She's like, wholesale, wholesale it out. Don't even. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You know, it's going to be fun when we start looking, you know, putting on finishes and maybe finishes can be fun. For me, finishes can get overwhelming, right? I get very overwhelmed, which I'm thankful for Spoon. So she'll ask me, she now knows to ask me very specific questions and I'll say, you know, go with this theme, right? I just want this theme and that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, what's interesting is you were talking about everybody's kind of roles and I was thinking, what is my role? What is, what do I do here? And here's what's funny. The most hilarious part for me is that I'm like the one kind of doing the numbers. <laughs> oh. oh my God, the irony, the irony there. Isn't that funny? You know your, you know your home. Yeah. You mean, it's, right? Think about that, how ironic that is. Because for years, Dave, you know, was always the numbers. And I was, you know, all the other things. And now it's the tables have come to a point where I now I can look at a property and I know what it should, what we should buy it for and what, what it could sell for. So it's because you know what almost everything can sell for. She knows what it all will, what it's all worth. Yeah. That's why really. Yeah. That's probably true. For sure. You know, every area like, you know, yeah. or have it a general, right? Yeah. Am I wrong? yeah. No, you're right. And it, it still goes back to the 70%. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. It's that exactly. you've already experienced all the other things, mm-hmm. right? So now you're doing the thing that other people you've you've handed things off to other people that mm-hmm. can fill those roles, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that they're perfect at it. No. It means that they can do seventy five to eighty percent of it. <laughs> 
and then you pass it on and then you pass it on to something else. And now you can focus on the bigger pictures, right? Because like all of our mission in life here for you is what? Free you up so that the creative juices continue to flow and the, the club moves in the right direction, right? For right. the benefit, not necessarily of us, but of all the people that are coming and finding us. That's exactly right? right. And continue to grow and continue to expand and continue to develop programs and systems and all that. So that that's the goal. But we can't keep you in the weeds for that. No. No. Right? I don't so, even yes, do well in the weeds anymore. Na- now it's a matter of high visibility stuff. It's mm-hmm. looking at numbers, tracking against the bottom line, all those things, right, that, that we all work on together. But yeah. ultimately, you have the visibility, too. Yeah. So, Man, there's a lot of weeds, too. Woo! Yeah, it's funny because I can't stand the weeds. Like I, so and, I, and, you know, it's interesting because I was thinking back 20 years ago, I was all operations. All operations. That's where I was. Was operations, 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 and I could. I. That's where I flourished. Very, very good at operations. And now, you know, like that's in the details. And now, I. I literally can't. Like I can't be in the daily operations anymore. It's too overwhelming to me. And I. And it, it does stifle me now, which yeah, is so interesting. Mm-hmm. I do get stuck. Mm-hmm. I, I get really, really stuck, which is cool. I did buy a house without seeing it. That was a bad idea, <laughs> you know. So, uh, but it turned out to be just fine. <laughs> Why are you looking like that? <laughs> I mean, Oscar came, walked to the property, and he said, um, you know that house you bought out there? Did, did you actually see it? And I go, um, let me think. No, uh-uh, I didn't. I never saw it. And he's like, so you bought it and never saw it? And I go, that's accurate. That's an accurate statement. Uh, is that a bad thing? I don't know. It's kind of how I do stuff. Yeah, but. we won't teach that. We won't. We won't. <clears throat> or repeat it. <laughs> Why? It's not. You know, here's we're the gonna thing, make money. It's going to be fine. I, that... I wouldn't teach people to do that. No, ever. definitely. No. no. Should never do that. This goes back to <laughs> years of experience. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you, I know what you did. Mm-hmm. I, I know how you approached it. I know what yeah. you looked at. I, I, yeah. I get all that, right? Mm. For me, it was more of, I don't think rehab, it makes sense. Yeah. Right? That yeah. was really the conversation. <laughs> Right, I, I had it with uh, yeah. David too, and I had it with <laughs> with Carlos. Is like, uh, yeah, no, you need to just get rid of this one, yeah. and you're gonna make money. It's good, yeah, yeah, right? it's because your numbers were you, great yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. Your analysis yeah. is good, yeah, yeah. But, so, <laughs> three dumpsters later, three forty-five yard dumpsters later, <laughs> three forty-five dumpsters later. I think a gym. I think I think a gym might have come by and dumped all of their old gym equipment in that yard when they. <laughs> something. Seriously? There was, oh, there was so much random stuff in that place. Stuff, yeah. man. Random. Really? It was random. Oh, there was so much stuff. I was so overwhelmed when I walked it that I, I went to the backyard like three times. And every time I went to the backyard, I noticed something different. You were like, there's a gym? <laughs> no, I was like, oh, crap, there's a shed? Oh. <laughs> it wasn't like small things. It was like, there's so much stuff. I think there was a Volkswagen. <laughs> there. there was a car. <laughs> there was a camper shell. There, there was, was really th- a car? There was a gate. There was? There was a so. gate in the back fence that led to the next lot over. That's not our lot, is it? No. Oh, okay. That's good. Okay. No. So anyways. Oh. It's, but so funny. <laughs> just a lot of stuff. So it was good. All the fun of rehabbing. Yeah. So, yeah, lots of good stuff in rehabbing. Um, and, yeah, like, like I said, there's multiple parts of it, and you can lose your mind. You can... <laughs> Find it. <laughs> you you know, you can have a lot of fun and um, you can learn a lot of cool stuff. Um, you know, we're I feel so grateful to be in this position because I don't think I don't I don't know anybody who is. I don't I've never met. I'm, I don't know if anybody does it like this. I've, I don't I don't know another group that really has it on lock the way that we do, you know. So um, do, you, do you mean the team? Is that yeah, the team? just the mm. way that. I mean, who people want to do real estate full time. They want to flip houses full time. Mm-hmm. This is how we do it. 
this is how it happens. So wrap your heads around that. You know, mm-hmm. if if you want to do one to two deals a year, then do them yourself. Totally. If if you want to do a plethora of deals, you want to do a bunch, then plug in at the club and you know learn as much as you can and be like Amir. Go through the process. I get doors fling wide open all of a sudden. Mm. Yeah, the opportunities are endless. They really are. The opportunities are you know the limitations that are going to exist for you if you're a part of what we do and doing it with us is whatever limitations you set for yourself. Hmm. Short of that, I mean, we've had people walk away and make millions in running different businesses and yeah. do what they do. And and they attribute everything back to, hey, the foundation you guys taught us mm-hmm. allowed me to think outside of other things mm-hmm. and create other possibilities and build things. And, you know, it's it's, mm. it's crazy. The, the impact and the effect on people. You know, I love what Kat said last night, right? Mm. Is when you, when you get to see... You see the, the surface of the club. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. But when you start going deeper and deeper, and the deeper you get, it's really the foundation is love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's sharing knowledge base and helping each other through, not leaving anybody behind. It's just continuing to carry everybody forward. Once you get that, it's like, oh, yeah, this is why I belong. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's so interesting. Um, like, that makes me so proud. Because don't you think that most organizations have a facade Right. And the outside, the surface of the of the um, the organization looks one way, but you get behind the scenes and it looks entirely different and it's not as attractive. Dirty. It's dirty and ugly. Whereas for us, the the um, the behind the scenes is actually where all the power is and that we invite everybody in who wants to be a part of behind the scenes gets to come behind the scenes. So I was saying that there's that uh, movie, you know, the show behind the show. I don't think it's a movie. I think it's a play, maybe. I believe it's a Broadway play, and it was the show behind the show. Hmm. And uh, I feel like that's who we are. Like, that's where all the power is, is in the show behind the show, which is really, really cool. I feel like all the stuff that we do is what every other <laughs> competition just avoids, uh, you know? <laughs> they do avoid it. They all. This is all of the good <laughs> meat and the power behind the scenes is what every other Every piece of competition, every every other organization that would be considered competition avoids. That's what they don't want to do. That's the real work. That's the that's the stuff that makes it makes it really applicable for you guys. That's that's where the real juice is. So funny. It's true. Most people, what they want to do is get you in, get your money, educate you, and get rid of you. They don't ever want to take the time to build real relationship. People get burnt out, bored. And exhausted by other people. Oh, my God. That's the truth. Yep. I'm it's at- a saying, those who can do, do. Those who can't teach. Mm-hmm. Boom. Damn. Mm-hmm. I drop some names. Nah. But I won't. <laughs> yeah, not worth it. Not worth it. It's, uh, it. But, you know, it's been a long time coming. So I was reflecting on that last night on the way home. And uh, I can totally understand why their business models are the way they are. Of course. Right, and how they draw that hard line of, yep. right, because it, it it can be overwhelming. But when you step back and you look at the effect and the impact that everybody at this table has had on other people, right, and no one here has, has worked any less than the other. No. Um, but the effect and the impact on other people, it's that's that's priceless, Right. Making money, you, you touched on it, right? You can go get a job. You can become a contractor. You can do totally. anything that you want, right? It, that's, it is what it is. There's no limits on what you want to do. But the effect and the impact on people, totally different. It's true. It's it, totally true. Yeah. It, it's, just, it just reshapes your mind. Yeah, for me, um, 
the way I see it is that that's, that's the stuff that's eternal, actually, you know, because you can't take the money with you. You're not going to take that um, show bus. You're just not going to take all that with so you. So le- this is a legacy you leave. No, this is the real legacy. The real legacy is people mm-hmm. and the way that you've impacted people, that's the exactly way that right. it is not about a dollar. It is really about how you've impacted people mm-hmm. and how you've loved them and how you've shown up for them and how you haven't quit on them even when they quit on you. And that's, that's ultimately what the club stands for. And most people uh, don't have the fortitude to hang in there to do it. I, I am so crystal clear that most people don't have the... the they say they do, right? People use the words, but their actions show something different. Mm-hmm. And it shows up in everything in your life. So don't be that person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, since we were talking about contractors originally, right? Yeah. Um, even those contractors that are burned us, that have... Yeah mess things up and tile lines aren't right, whatever, right? They've all been affected and and touched a certain way that changes their dynamics. Oh, man. Also, when when you, yeah, I know, when you have have somebody, a contractor like that, that, um, you know, crooked lines and whatever goes on and you're able to meet them in a place where they can fix that and understand what needs the way to do a job right, like you don't realize how much you're serving them. It's true. You know, how much better of a work, a quality of work they're getting, you know, they're building and it just, all of that moves forward. Yeah. It's all paying it forward. That's why we talk about how rocky the in-between is, right? Yeah. I have a project, awesome excitement. I finished it, it looks great, right? Yeah. But in-between is where all the heavy lifting happens yeah. for everything, so. It's it's the line, it's the, um, the road to success, right? People think the road to success is, you know, oh, you start here and you end up here and they think it's just a straight line and it's not. It's this crooked, jagged, up and down, all over the place, inside out. That's the real, you know, journey to success. And then, of course, I'm a believer of do you really ever arrive? You ever you ever think think about something exciting that you've accomplished and how your attitude is going into it? And you're just so pumped, like, yes, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. And then you get done with it, and people are congratulating you, and you were looking for that feeling, and you're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> oh, I did it. <laughs> I survived. <laughs> it's, like, it's the same. It's totally true. It's totally true. Oh, so, well, um, I hope uh, that we have uh, – our, our time is coming to an end now, and I hope that we have um, inspired you to never do a rehab again. <laughs> Alone. 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 Oh, that's it. Alone. That's the yeah. message. Need a team. Need a yeah, team. Yeah, don't don't try this alone. Don't try this at home alone. Or do and you know, learn learn the hard way. Yeah, and l- yeah. What's that? Come see us. Yeah, come exactly. back and do a podcast when you're yeah. done. <laughs> So many of those, man. We could talk for hours. I know we really. This, yeah. I know. I feel like we should get some wine and beer and then have a conversation. It'll be really fun. So maybe we'll do that someday. So, uh, in the meantime, we are uh, NWAC and we are flipping off. I'm Melina Boswell, your host of the Flippin' Off podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, we'd love for you to subscribe, give us a five-star rating, and tell your friends all about us. You can find more episodes of the Flippin' Off podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you like to listen to awesome podcasts like this. If you like what you've heard, we'd really appreciate it if you'd follow us on Facebook and Instagram and tell us the stories that you'd like to hear. Tim Jackson is our senior producer. Luke Jackson is our editor. Brothers. Josh Maldine is our producer. Sound design by Frequency Factory. Our executive producer is Mind and Mill. 
This was all created by Dave Boswell for New Wealth Advisors Club.